Garage Logic, broadcasting live from the office of the mayor above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Featuring the rookie on production, Chris Reavers, vice president of social media, and John Hyde in the newsroom. Now, the fireworks commissioner, flashlight king, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Magicians. Put some finishing touches on the best of Garage Logic for this afternoon. Yes, we're going to have a week of um, partial best of Garage Logics, and we will also have some fill ins during the week. Joe Schmidt filled in yesterday. And uh, we, I should, full disclosure, there was a little bit of glitch in the podcast system. So, not by design, what we normally do with the podcast. Uh, transferring it, there was some type of glitch, and it was an unfortunate that it happened when it did. But uh, you will, of course, um, get your full podcasts back once it is implemented, because we still have recorded those shows. So just hang tight. And uh, we're going to go with the best of Garage Logic, and I today am going to play some of my all-time favorites, all-time favorites for Garage Logic, just because I get to right now and. I know they're popular with some other people, but I'm choosing to play some of the segments that I thought were the best. And that starts with probably um, top three. Uh, we did a, uh, there was a, a story on leprosy. Uh, somebody had received an award and, and it morphed into uh, this. Still had lepers? Uh, I didn't know. I thought, uh, I thought leprosy was long gone. I didn't think, I thought it was cured. It was an old bit. I, was, uh, I guess in a warm spot in my heart, I, I thought that it had been. I was hoping for that. A guy named Baba Amte, a follower of Gandhi, mm -hmm. uh, whose dedication to helping lepers of India brought him the Templeton Prize and many other international awards, died Feb 9 at his shelter for leprosy patients in the western India state of Maharashtra. Rashtra. He was 93. And the, the cause of death was age-related ailments, which I would imagine stands to reason, huh? Take 93. Amte, who was trained as a lawyer, turned from an early life of hunting, playing sports, driving fancy cars, and writing film reviews to working with the poor of his country. But his direction was irrevocably determined by an encounter with a destitute leper. Hmm. After that, he gave up his Wait. father's... I would imagine most were at that would be at that point. Yeah, you know, maybe his life wouldn't have changed this way if he had met a really wealthy leper, <laughs> or one while he's writing the movie. Review. Right. What do you think? You know, Ambu. You know, there's. It seems to go hand in hand. Unfortunately, that you know, if you have leprosy, you tend to be a little short of cash. Throw me a little cartoon bubble of the no. the shelter built for the uh, no. No, now this is a good guy. This guy did. I know, but I'm just seeing a a waiting room mm -hmm. of a lot of gauze. Yeah, see, now it might be peculiar to my upbringing, but uh, I we 
uh, lepers were always in my in our consciousness. <laughs> right? You know, they only came up usually during church at the Bible. Sure, Not leprosy. Uh, the good, but it was among the many, many uh, items of voodoo that was uh, tossed at our feet. Was the leprosy deal, and uh, and I always, you know, I saw the gauze and the the bad cane. It was never fresh either. The the gauze seemed to always. I saw dragging feet. <laughs> I did. Well, you as a kid, you get a cartoon ball. Well, and you, I'm not you know, fun, but this is what was burned on my, you know, just the kind of the. <laughs> well, what I always wondered, I always wondered is, well, you know, it sounds bad. I got that. <laughs> It it doesn't. I'm in, I'm in with the bad. I guy buy I wanna, it. I want to cure it. Um, here's my quarter. I'm in. But I always wondered, well, why? And I'm serious now. Yes. I always wondered, well, why did the conditions of? Maybe that's seriously now. In all seriousness, yeah. maybe that's what got to this guy. Because I always wondered, why did the conditions of treating the lepers have to be so bad? In other words, yeah. leprosy was always associated with a completely run-down hunt. <laughs> yes, I don't think you're speaking out of school. This I, is I, the majority I, of us raised in America. God forgive me. I'm, I'm not... I'm not I, I, what you're laughing at is that your own cartoon bubble as a child that has stuck with you as a... That's it. It has, it has not changed no, from... No, got planted. You stick your head out, ask height, because he was raised the same way. <laughs> you know, you. It, it was among the many, you know, hey, look out. You know, there's leprosy. Be good. Yeah. And that was always... A, that was bad, that the lepers were always... Associated with well, you know what? Uh, hats off to this fellow. He uh, apparently turned away from his father's huge estate and dedicated himself to the service of lepers. To the end of his life, he worked, marched, and protested for better treatment for them and the rest of India's least powerful, in addition to the Templeton Prize, which he won in 19... 19- I always saw an extra bucket of <laughs> fingertips. <laughs> and the janitor cleaning out the end of the clinic. Okay. Oh, you leopard. <laughs> you could pick up a finger. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, God. To go straight to hell. No, I'm not even. It's just that was. No, I'm not worried about you. I said oh, I, oh. I don't care where you go. <laughs> I always thought in the Bible too. The lepers, they always got there. Early. Well, you you seem to have a Bible connection. That's the only. Thing I'm seeing Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I'm seeing Hawaii thatched hut rundown You're bad. Seeing where they put them all. They put yes, them all. I, honest to God, what did they? Do? Why? I saw a lot of downtime on Leper Island. It was, you know, it was like you took the bad fairy. 
Who's the? Uh, I'm seeing Marty Feldman. <laughs> The bad fairy. The bad, the crummy fairy that had, like, tires attached to the front. <laughs> well, hey, you know what? Uh, and God bless a, this Indian uh, fellow. What does it say? He you know what? He had this. leper advocate. <laughs> Call the leper hotline. I, I apologize. Leprosy shouldn't do that to me. It's not a funny thing. You're going old school. <laughs> you know, you wouldn't see that in the I, doctor's and, office today. He's got leprosy in a person. Now, 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 I'm telling you something. This is generational. <laughs> because the kids I used to have uh, all went to the same type of schools I did. They don't have this. They didn't get this one. They didn't. You know, it's. <laughs> it's a not a good disease. This guy was an advocate for better canes. <laughs> he, was, he was sick of it. He was. Not <laughs> At least give him good canes, people. I, I, that's, that's what all I remember was okay. There are people afflicted with this, and we're to pray for them, and I get that. I yes. got the whole deal. But why do they have such bad hospitals? See, what difference did the illness make? Why couldn't the hospital be nice? That's it what I, have been I nice never – well, and they, apparently that's what this guy thought. Amen. Okay, here Amen. we I told you uh, that I was at Leech Lake. Yes, and Leech Lake, and you said it was a terrible name, and I agree. Well, it's a wonderful lake. Mm -hmm. Just a great lake. I'm trying to think if I've ever been there. Well, I'm sure you haven't. Mm. But can you think of anything that you would not want on you worse than a leech? Uh, no. A leech scares... Well, a, a tick, but I guess a tick would be behind a leech. But leech has the additional connotations of... of you know, blood sucking, sucking right, and, and right. just, you know, uh, scary, you know. So we tried to come up with the names of lakes right. that would be worse than right. each, you know. Bo Boyle Lake. Boyle Lake would not be. Right. Here are the ten lakes with names worse than leech. Right? Okay. These lakes have all have names that are worse than leech lake. That's how I would say it. Right. Yeah. Phlegm. See, would you want to go swimming in Phlegm Lake? It's, it's, if it's spelled with a PH, I don't think so. It's P-H-L-E-D. Oh, man, no way. Yeah. Sputum. <laughs> no. See, you wouldn't want any part of that, would you? I'd, uh, I think I'd Got be... a big muskie out of sputum <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> Blood. Blood Lake, I'd probably... This was your contribution. I'd find another lake to go camp at Blood. and fish in. Yeah. <laughs> Blood Lake. Blood. I got a cabin up on uh, up on Blood. That's what Maybe you, you want to come up for the weekend. That's where you have to you have to put it in that perspective. Sure. You're telling it, hey, where's your lake, all up, right? We're up at Blood. We got a nice place up at <laughs> Blood. Can you see the reaction? You know, you just moved into town. You yeah. say, where are you going? Well, we're packing it up. We got a big cabin on Blood. But see, that would be good, maybe, because then nobody would bother you. You know, right. Could, can you come up to Blood this weekend? Uh, no, uh, we got to go to a you know a confirmation or something. Where are you swimming in? Blood Lake. 
E. coli. No. No. See, you you know. Yeah, I got my jet ski up on E. coli. <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, that's the thing Leech does to you. That's how right. powerfully bad the name is, you know. It's a foul. I mean, just the, the audio sound is bad. Infection. Lake Infection. Lake Infection. Where's your brother? He's got a place up on Infection. Yeah. Yeah, it's on the north arm there. Yeah, they're pulling crappies out of Lake Infection like you wouldn't believe this year. <laughs> Fry them up right on shore. Rat. <laughs> you know what? There probably is a rat lake. There probably is, but would you go to Rat Lake? No, I wouldn't. Right. Well, that would be the point of naming. Oh, sure. If you want to keep people away, you tell the people, hey, listen, uh, we're going to head up to Rat Lake. You kids want to go? No, I don't want to go. There, there's new development on Rat Lake. It's probably not very popular. Yeah. Where were we, Rat? Uh, I think you had read off the name Rat Lake. Ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> My perception of Ghetto Lake yeah. is fun, though. Yeah, but it's I, just you know, run A down lot of and... people wouldn't probably you know, build new development on no. Ghetto Lake. Urine Lake. That wouldn't. That wouldn't. <laughs> Wasn't that was almost one of the Great Lakes? But then the Huron. Then they changed it to right, Huron. Huron, right. a little more uh, yeah. easy to visit leper see that you know you really doesn't you know you don't think of anything uh that's what you have to think you put right. it in terms of hey where's your cabin it's up on leper <laughs> what does not work for me you got a boat up there no we got a pontoon yeah the handle keeps falling off you got a pontoon but it uh, it's corroded there's something wrong with it uh but here's the number one worst name for a lake all right you know, when you're trying to think of names of lakes worse than Leech Lake. You know. Right. Right? Right. Puss. Ooh. <laughs> to me, that would be a worse name. You don't want Leech, to go on. You would take, take Leech over Puss. Right. Right. Hey, speaking of lakes, yeah, I got the lake detective. Hello, LD. Hello. Hello, Joe. Just a minute. Bad. Just a minute. Of course, it'll only take me, oh, you know. There you go. All right. All right, now take it down. LD. Yes. Uh, the blue water of Lake Okaboji. Right. What is that all about? Uh, it has to do a lot. You know, it's, uh, there's a lot of limestone in the area. They do get some calcium carbonate precipitates. And uh, with a light precipitate, it gives you kind of a light gray, almost a bluish look. All right. The and man has never been stumped, Garage Logic's own lake detective. And I was uh, at Leech Lake, which I happen to think is a wonderful lake, by yeah. the way. But really is saddled with a poor name. It is, but it could have been worse, Joe. Yeah. Here's the here's the original name. Yeah. It's the Ojibwe name. It's Gasaga Gasaga Makeg Sagagan. Really. Which means the place of the Leech Lake. And uh. Nicolay wrote back in the uh, 1830s that uh, this this name implies that its waters contain a remarkable number of leeches. And I, apparently that is true. Actually, they do. They have a, a a certain species up there that's about 11 or 12 or 13 inches long. And uh, is there any particular reason why that lake would be more leech-infested than others? Well, it has, it has exactly the right conditions for the leeches to hide. Mm-hmm. They have not done as those, that species of leech hasn't done nearly as well in other lakes, although they're probably, they are in other lakes as well. They just aren't as common. Right. Uh, can you think of some names of lakes that are worse than leech? I'll tell you what, you hit some of them. There actually are some rat lakes. In fact, there's a whole bunch of rat lakes, but they are generally named for muskrats. 
Right. So there's a basis for that. Well, see, muskrat doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> no, I think that was better. There are some new ones now coming in. You wouldn't want really. You wouldn't want a cabin on any place called Septic Lake. That'd be that'd be a bad oh, name. Yeah. Maggot Lake. That <laughs> wouldn't that wouldn't work. <laughs> no, no. Wouldn't work. Maggot or Septic or Milfoil Lake. Milfoil Lake people Milfoil stay out of. But, but some of those like Boner Lake that no. that that's that wouldn't be popular. Not a good be, big vi- well maybe yeah, if for the could work college with a crowd. certain crowd. Right, <laughs> yes. right. But some of these lakes, for example, like Green Lakes, they're not really green. What happens is like there's a Green Lake up in uh, Candy, Ojai County. Mm-hmm. That was named because the tr- the water was so clear it reflected the trees from the shoreline. Mm-hmm. So sometimes a little bit misleading. Well, Green is a, is a lovely uh, name of a lake compared to Leech. <laughs> And I don't want to get in trouble with the Leech Lake people because, again, I think it's a great body of water. It's absolutely. But we were sitting around trying to think of names that would be, I mean, when you think of all the creatures in Minnesota you don't want on your skin, Leech would be right at the top of the list. Top of my list. Yeah. But they're no big deal, really, are they, No, they're not. You know, know, they have that little little chemical that keeps things from clotting. So when you pull them off, you do bleed for a little while. Right. Perfectly natural. And uh, are you on a case now, sir? Yes, I am. I'm heading up to Detroit Lakes tomorrow. We are we're aerating a wetland area using a solar-powered aerator. Well, uh, uh, please stay in touch <laughs> with us. The man has never been stumped. All right, Joe. He's Garage Logic's own lake detective. Thank you, we'll sir. Be in touch. Right. Bye now. There's a man who leads a life of danger. Infested. <laughs> uh, everyone bad Pestilence. We could go on forever. We, right. we tried to come up with the most revolting. Pus, Lake Pus does it for me. Lake syringe is bad. Syringe is not good. <laughs> you wouldn't want to walk barefoot on the uh, lake bed of Lake Syringe. Well, I would take the kids up to Syringe for the weekend. <laughs> you know, throw them off the dock. <laughs> But that's what. Well, you might as well name a lake then medical but waste. Next time, next time you talk to someone about that, and I'm going to try this. Yeah, I am. You know, maybe you someone that what? possibly didn't hear the show. Yeah, I'm going to. Pre- I don't have a cabin, but I'm going to pretend I do. Yeah, and I'll get into a conversation, right. and I'm going to use one of those just to see what the yeah. reaction is. We got a place up on pus. <laughs> Yeah, you could come up anytime you want. But you have to throw Puss or Puss Lake in. Uh, right. Uh, Puss Lake up by, it's right off of, well, right outside of to, McGregor. Sure, I had the kids swimming in Puss last week. <laughs> and, and you got a jet ski up there? Jet and skis you just don't work going. well on Puss. No, Lake yeah. Leper, uh, they got a lot of sandbars. Yeah. But on that Leper. seat, that's, that's like one of those tricks you play in an elevator, you know. <laughs> I got new socks on. You could be on an elevator and, and uh, say, you know, yeah, we, we were up at the cabin. Up at Puss. Where's your... <laughs> the other kid drowned in Blood Lake. It oh, wasn't. It was God. pretty bad. That, that blood is even worse than Puss. Blood Lake is really thick. Flem. There's a lot of muck. Phlegm isn't good either. No. Oh, <laughs> God. Phlegm, I haven't seen that one on the map. Well, it's been around, and not a lot of people know about it. It's yeah. uh, not a Were cabin's you up near McGregor? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not a lot of cabins on no, the there Phlegm isn't. this year. You're the only one out there, aren't you, on Phlegm? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Oh, man. Spooky old rookies, the only one out there with a cabin on phlegm. <laughs> well, anyway, who did this? Who got this website uh, from I believe it was Dibble because she just came. Uh, we got a couple of emails on it, and she brought one in here, too. Well, it just answers everything you want to know. You know, how does your sense of smell work? How do they make cotton candy? What does the name WD-40 stand for? How does snoring work? Well, what's, I don't really care. What's, a- what's H? SW. Oh, how stuff works. Adoy. Don't don't add that to your list of things not to say. All right. 
<laughs> Moron number two. Well, there's wow, ooh, and doy. I wish I could find it. Yes, I can. What? I'm going to tell you something. You better start getting more personally involved in your work, or I'm going to stab you through the heart with a pencil. Do you understand me? Yes, sir. Why do some appliances have two prongs on their outlets and some have three? Well, because some are grounded. Hmm. Right? I wouldn't even know that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, this is a nice website. <clears throat> it's by somebody named Marshall Brain. HowStuffWorks.com. Mm -hmm. All right, this is no best of, but you're getting some of the best of Garage Logic. Johnny Height in the Johnny Height newsroom. You're right, Rook. This is not going to be a best. This is not here, folks. Uh, hit pause. Oh, Chris is okay, leaving. Chris is leaving now. Okay. Wow. Well, it's, it's not like he's been here already the first half an hour. Well, I didn't show. have his headphones. There oh, he goes. Okay. Got his headphones okay. now. Thank you, Chris. Yep. It's cloudy and 87 degrees. Twins back at it tonight after hey, a day I'm off. Here we go. Did you tell them about Duluth Trading, John? No, uh, Duluth Trading Company is apparently bringing you uh, this update. Visit Duluth Trading Company stores in Fridley, Bloomington, Woodbury, and downtown Duluth. I know it's the first time I told you, so thank you. <laughs> twins play the Pirates at Target Field tonight. Jake Odorizzi goes for the Twins. What I says to the Pirates. Jamison Tyon will pitch for the Pirates. I'm going to miss not having to play that time every time we hear a Pirate or the Turtle every time we turtle. hear the Turtle thing. Yeah, but you got to admit, every every time you see anything about a turtle, even when you're not on the air, your, head, head. your head goes, I like turtles. In my head, I say, oh. I like turtles. More problems at point guard for the Lynx. Yesterday, of course, Lindsey Whalen announced she was retiring after the season. Well, then we found out last night, point guard Danielle Robinson underwent ankle surgery oh, no. and is out indefinitely. Robinson was injured in the second quarter of Thursday's game against Vegas. Originally diagnosed with a high ankle sprain, the ankle ultimately needed surgery. With Robinson now out, the Lynx wave forward Andy Maya making room on the roster to sign a backup guard. They're expected to sign free agent guard Sidney Colson today. And with a thorough breakdown of the third string point guard for the Minnesota Lynx, here is 1500 ESPN's Matthew Mikulski. You know, they're having trouble at that power forward position. Point guard. Point, point guard. guard. And if you're gonna if you're gonna point to the guard, you gotta make the basket. <laughs> you gotta make the basket. If somebody points to you and you're the guard, you're the point yeah. guard, uh -huh. they mean shoot that thing, man. Let's sink it. Let's let's make it to the basket. Thank you, Rook. Score the basketball. Score the basketball. I don't care whether it's oh. NBA or WNBA or ACLU. Gotta score it. ACLU? Score it. Eagles quarterback Carson Wentz. You know, he, you guys know he's from Bismarck, right? Yeah, I did know that. that. Yes, yeah, that. he thinks the decision on whether to play him in the season opener against the Falcons will come down to the wire. He said, as the team wrapped up training camp, I think there's really no secret it's going to be close. Seeing where I'm at in camp, and finally, hopefully next week, doing eleven on eleven. I think naturally it's going to be close. Ultimately, it won't be just my call, of course, or the coach's call. It'll come down to what really the doctors say. News notes from today. The candidates for governor have been casting their votes in today's primary election in Minnesota. The FL candidate Aaron Murphy voted this morning in St. Paul, tweeting afterward, I've been waiting 20 months to get this sticker. U.S. Representative Tim Walls cast his vote in Mankato. Murphy Walls and Attorney General Lori Swanson all competing to be the DFL candidate. On the Republican side, former Governor Tim Pawlenty cast his vote in Egan. He's competing with County Commissioner Jeff Johnson. 
in the uh, Republican race. John, as is our custom, yes. when when Joe is here, uh-huh. we're gonna uh, we're gonna take a call during your newscast. Okay. Is this uh, this is Joe from St. Paul? You know that uh, that turtle thing? Yeah. And that pirate thing? Yeah. They're not they're not going away. <laughs> they're gonna. So basically, you're gonna uh, be able to hear. Um, you'll still you'll still get the turtle. I like this one. I like turtles. You'll still get the pirate. You know. <laughs> I think I know what you're saying. I think I know what you're saying. Are you calling us from a podcast? <laughs> yeah. What? I'm confused. No, I'm not. No, but you, you got to keep you gotta hang on to that stuff. You can get them. This you doesn't count as you working today either. You're still being yeah. charged a day of vacation. Vacation day. Well, I, I, yeah, I might as well because when would I take it in? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe from St. Paul, you uh, keep hanging out hey, in the garage. and. Uh, hey, 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 is the second hour podcast... Uh, uh, Friday show up yet? Oh my God! Uh, they were working on it. I believe it is. It has been fixed. I have not verified that because I've been. Play, why don't you play your call? As long as you're doing a best of. Uh, oh, and the uh, the one bet. where I could hardly talk. Yeah, that one. That's right. a good call. I'll find yeah. that one. I'll find that, and we'll replay that in the two o'clock hour. Uh, Joe from St. Paul, you should tell your listeners you'll be back next Monday. Yeah, a lot of people are confused. Yeah, well, this uh, uh, I booked this week before the feathers hit the fan, you know. <laughs> right, sure. Thank you for St. Feathers. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, very yeah. good. Thanks, Joe. Joe from St. Paul calling in, checking in. Johnny, go ahead. <laughs> Thanks. We've got a lot to uh, do with his yep. day off. Yeah, I guess, huh? <laughs> Authorities are warning residents about a string of recent vandalism and home invasions in Washington County uh, County, and across the river in St. Croix County in Wisconsin. A Facebook post from the city of Stillwater stated the city's police department received over 40 reports of property damage to vehicles throughout the city over the weekend. The vehicles appeared to have been shot at by a BB gun. The post stated there were reports of similar incidents in Oak Park Heights, Hudson, West Lakeland, and St. Mary's Point over the weekend. Meanwhile, a Facebook post from Hudson, Wisconsin police said people have been entering homes and stealing vehicles, wallets, and other valuables. The post said residents have been both at home and away during the incidents. The post also said some homes in the area around Hudson have been hit by multiple persons. Uh, In all these areas, obviously, if you see anything suspicious, you're asked to call 911. London's Metropolitan Police said today a man was under arrest on suspicion of terrorism after driving through a group of pedestrians then ramming a gate outside the Houses of Parliament in the British capital. Police said they were treating the crash as a terrorist incident and noted the investigation was being led by their counterterrorism division. Metropolitan Police said the driver of the car, man in his late 20s, was arrested at the scene. Uh, No word on the conditions of the people that were hit by the car. At least several bicyclists and pedestrians were hit. Meanwhile, a bridge on a main highway linking Italy with France collapsed today in the Italian port city of Genoa during a sudden violent storm, sending vehicles plunging 300 feet into the heap of rubble below. Genoa Mayor Marco Bucci told Italy's Sky TG24 that more than 25 people are already confirmed dead, 10 more rescued with injuries. Italian fire service officials told Italy's ANSA news agency that at least 35 people have been killed. Officials have warned the death toll will likely rise further as the rescue and recovery effort continues. Nebraska carried out its first execution in more than two decades today with a drug combination never tried before, including the first use of the powerful opioid fentanyl as a lethal injection. Six-year-old Carrie Dean Moore was pronounced dead at 10.47 a.m. Moore had been sentenced to death for killing two cab drivers in Omaha in 1979. He was the first inmate to be lethally injected in Nebraska, which last carried out an execution in 1997. At that time, they were using the electric chair. 
Witnesses said there appeared to be no complications in the execution process, which is also the first time a state used four different drugs in combination. At one point while on the gurney, Moore turned his head and mouthed several words to his family, including I love you. In his final written statement, he admitted I am guilty, but he said there are others on Nebraska's death row who he believes are innocent. He said they should be released. All right, thank you, uh, Johnny Heights. We're going to take our break and come back with uh, the very important weather forecast. Stop it. You just make a move. Joe Suchere. Well, not today. Suchi Boy's taking some vacation prior to the Minnesota State Fair. Use it or lose it, baby. And Dave Dahl is, uh, of course, here. He took a couple days off. Are you feeling under the weather? Yeah, it was bad yesterday. Yeah, it had a little uh, issue with maybe some... Uh, well, let's, let's, not, let's, let's not get too detailed. Okay, okay I won't yeah. get too detailed. You had a sore throat. Let's try it. I did, no, I did no? lose some weight. Really? Um, yeah. Oh, Dave, you'll be slim and trim for the fair just in time to eat a couple Prano Pups. There you go. That's what I needed. Um, We have some scattered thunder out there right now, Rook, there to the southwest and also northwest of the Twin Cities. We had a few little light showers move through, especially the western suburbs here over the last hour and a half or so. That's pushing on, but these showers are going to arrive. The ones for the northwest are sliding east-southeastward and probably arriving here between about 5 and 7 p.m. tonight. So right around the rush hour, we could have some showers and thunderstorms to deal with. Nothing strong, uh, but we are looking for maybe some heavy downpours as they kind of move on through. That's a cool front, though. It's going to drop our temps after a high today in the mid-80s. We're at 85 degrees right now. Oh, thank goodness. And so we're going to lose... Again, as you always point out very accurately, the dew point is what kills you. Yeah, actually, and that's what's going to drop the most. Even though our temperature is going to drop just a little bit, we're still going to have a high of about 83 tomorrow. The dew point will drop about 10 degrees, so it's going to feel a lot more comfortable tomorrow. Thursday, same story, mid-80s for highs, same thing on Friday. Uh, Pretty seasonable as far as the dew points go. They will climb a little bit, unfortunately, on Saturday, 88 for the high with more humidity. And there is some nighttime thunder possible by Sunday. But both days uh, over the weekend look to be warm and slightly more humid. 88 Saturday up to 85 on Sunday. And then those showers and storms cool us off again beginning of next week. Uh, Is that the fair yet? Uh, uh, the fair is the not twi- the following no, not yeah, week. after that. Week. Yeah, beginning next week, we're talking upper 70s for highs. That'd be nice if we could have the whole fair that way. Upper mm-hmm. 70s for highs uh, Monday and Tuesday of next week. Going today for a high of about 87. Right now we're at 85, Rook. 85. Thank you, sir. We'll talk to you very soon. Uh, best of continues. One of my favorites, the Chimp Cartoon Bubble. Going into the Chimp Tool Room. Yes. We? Well, we, let's let's hope the lady well, in Romania survives. Now we're off well, to... Well, she uh, did. She, uh, she eliminated the teeth. Yes. As we say. Chimpanzees living in the West African savanna have been observed fashioning deadly spears from sticks and using the handcrafted tools to hunt small mammals. The first routine production of deadly weapons ever observed in animals other than humans. Mm -hmm. The multi-step spear-making practice documented by researchers in Senegal who spent years gaining the chimpanzee's trust adds credence to the idea that human forebearers fashioned similar tools millions of years ago. The landmark observation also supports the long-debated proposition that females, the main makers and users of spears among the Senegalese chimps, tend to be the innovators and creative problem solvers in primate culture. Hmm. Well, let me go back to the beginning here because I had a marvelous 
cartoon bubble. Perhaps oh, you yes. did as well. Oh, yes. <laughs> <clears throat> the chimp tool room is what I see. <laughs> kind of a chimp garage. Me, yeah, kind of describe that. Chimpanzees living in the West African savanna have been observed fashioning deadly spears from sticks and using the handcrafted tools to hunt small mammals. Well, I see, uh, I see a chimp uh, almost in like a blacksmith shop, <laughs> that, and he's got the uh, kind of the the the, the soiled. Uh, like a butcher's the, apron, yeah, but, yeah, it's, but it's black. But it's, it's a black apron. Heavy. Yeah, and and he's got one of those round, like a leather Greek <laughs> fishing hats. You know, he's got the little Greek fish, but it's soiled from years of of smoke from the bellows in the chimp in the chimp tool shed. And and what happens is the babe brings over the you know the babe chimp comes in and says, look at this, look at this. Is this a pretty good <laughs> stick? And how am I doing? Yeah. The apprentice. Yeah. The apprentice. Yeah. And he, you know, he's got a heater going. He's got a heater going. He says, yeah, I can work with that. Let me take a look let at me, it. With the... Let me have a look at it. You got a nice like stick here. Girls. Let me take a look at it. He yeah. doesn't miss a beat in no. the smoke. No. Going. And, and I know it says women are the, are, are the innovators and the creative problem solvers, but that's not what I'm seeing in my cartoon bubble. I'm seeing, oh. I'm seeing the chimp, uh, and he's got a cash register. I saw the shop bell, the and, shop bell or the the doorbell. Yep. When he walks in, ding, oh, ding, ding, he knows that he's got to stop ding, the grinder. Ding, ding, here she comes, and she says, "When will this spear be ready?" <laughs> <laughs> he says, he, he fills bad. out. No, he fills out the sheet. <laughs> he fills out. Yeah, he fills out the sheet and gives it to her, and says, "I'll see you in about three oh. days," you know. And then he goes and he toils at the at the at the flame. He's fashioning She's, a spear point. She says, three days." I'm hungry, and he's, hey, I got a lot of I got, Hey, I'm backed up here. How many shops you see in this town? <laughs> oh. Got the calendar. The You got the calendar with chimp babes on it in oh. the, on the wall? Yes. <laughs> across, the, across the street. What do you see on the work table? On the work table. There's the front counter where he waits on the... On the chimps who come in for weapons, right? I see. Okay. You like his uniform? Uh-huh. I'm going with that uniform. He's got. But then a- he's got the bellows and the uh, the anvil. I see an anvil. <laughs> All right, but there's a workbench in the back of the shop. Okay. He's got some hammers. Yep. He's got uh, half-eaten banana. Yeah. Well, you're close to what I see. You're he's cl- got, but the lunchbox. That's the it. Lunch yes. Box is yes. Open. The he's black the, lunchbox. The, the, the wrong open. kind. The wrong. <laughs> The kind that the have the, the yeah, thermos yes. is housed in the round in the round the half moon top, <laughs> and he's got it open and he's got the coffee. He pours yep. himself. Every I see once in and a while. I see I see an ashtray that's just full of butts, you know, <laughs> and and the window a uh, multi paned oh. window oh. that looks out on the alley of it's chimp, not clean it's dirty town. It's got dirt well, on it. Well, not not because he's slovenly. No, but just years just of years of blacksmithing, neglect, right. years of tool making as yeah. a chimp. And where does he go after five across the right street? Right down to the bar where they where they're telling the you know why the he goes there. Joke. You know, yeah. Don't worry, it's just a little ice cream. That joke. But, but you know what he does? Yeah. You know why he goes there? Tell me to cash his paycheck. <laughs> ah! 
He takes it out of the register. Yeah, and yeah. And he, he's low oh, or he's sales. Got or, he's got it. He puts it out there. And he, he gets cash. And, oh. and then he, and then how do you see him walking home? Crookedly. Well, no, I, don't, I of, don't think he lingers at the bar. It's Friday. Well, I know, he goes in, he has a bump, get his, he gets his check he cashed. Like a chimp, so well, he, yeah, but what's he got? Got his lunchbox. What else? He's got a his cap, his going home cap. He picked up a paper. <laughs> Lunchbox and the newspaper yes, under his arm. He picked up the evening paper. Could still get an evening paper in Senegal. And he goes home, he hangs the hat on the hook, oh. and he takes the apron off, hangs it up, says hello to Alice. Who the missus who's got the blonde wig <laughs> and the, the lipstick. What took you so long? It was busy at the bar. Are you kidding me? Business is good. <laughs> What's for dinner? And she What's said, she, she says to him, I see you got the paper. Did you read about that woman in Senegal? Or no, in, uh, Romania. in, Ro- in Romania that kissed her guy so passionately that she swallowed his teeth. And he goes, no, I didn't see that, but it's a knee slapper. And they talk about it over dinner. Oh, what's what's in the pan? What's she frying up? Let's see. What is she making? <laughs> it's Friday. Yeah. It's Lent. I suppose they're not having monkey meat. No, no maybe some fried banana or something like that. You know? Wrapping up this hour of uh, the first hour of the best of Garage Logic, we're gonna have more, including uh, apparently they recorded my call from last um, Friday when the news was delivered. So 1500 ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. The hot and steaminess is going away.